0: hey everyone and welcome to comics from the multiverse the dc comics podcast from male fuzz tv i am peter and joining me as always is not matt unfortunately <laughs> god damn it i thought you'd forgotten you had hadn't you <laughs> no, no no so matt's not here he's actually been dragged to disneyland this weekend dragged I, I, I like he's dragged. A, like he's annoyed at it <laughs> I mean, he's probably not but he had to miss two weeks in a row which does suck uh but he'll be back next week not to fear um and he'll be back actually in a couple days for our shazam movie review so you can look forward to that um, which i may or may not still be able to make yes. well i have seen it already i will not comment on it because we're not talking about it on this episode but it has been seen yeah uh just uh for the audio people that'll probably go into the
1: the playlist as usual right yeah yeah the, the DC movie reviews always going to the, the feed with these yeah. Well, yeah but it's it's
0: been a while you
1: know it's been a few months uh, people might not be aware.
0: Yes. Uh, speaking and speaking of uh the, the Justice League versus Fatal Five review uh, will happen at some point we just didn't have time to fit it in yet so it'll it, we'll do it mean and yeah. will do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> sometime in a, in a few weeks.
0: Yeah. So yeah so this this has the potential to be the shortest episode of this show that we've ever done. Because there's only two of us. Is naturally, when there's two of
1: us versus three, you know, there's just less talking.
0: Yeah, it doesn't quite take off a third of the runtime, but theoretically, with the exact same number of books, it may take off about a quarter. May take off about 25%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on top of that, we have a total of four new comics to talk about this week, only one of which both of us read. There's just no books. We are doing one of our punishment issues. I'll tell you what's coming up on the show. Let's start with that, actually, before I get to explaining things. Uh, so, coming up on this week's show, we have Justice League issue 21. We have Young Justice issue 4, The Green Lantern number 6, and Adventures of the Super Suns number 9. That is it. Batman got pushed a week, so it's not yep, out, even though it usually is. Because that's
1: just what we needed, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, let's make week 2 busier. So, so no Batman. Um... Punishment issues, a Patreon. I'll explain that more when we get to them. Uh, but we will do one of those. We're going to do uh, Nightwing fifty-four. Uh, both me and Connor read that, so the the second book we'll both be able to talk about together this week will be Nightwing fifty-four, featuring Rick Grayson. It's a travesty, isn't it? Just just want to point that out there. So that is the plan in terms of books. Uh, I did ask on Twitter for questions. We got a couple, not as many as usual though. I don't know what's happening. Everyone's asleep this week, I think. The twitters be slacking slacking this week indeed. Um, I just made everything disappear for a second because I hovered over something in my taskbar. I apologise, video folk. All right. Disgraceful. Yeah. And there's, there's like a teensy bit of news, and I, I do mean teensy. Teensy weensy. Yeah, I couldn't have given a solicits this week. Just go, hey, have them early. <laughs> that would have helped fill out, fill out a bit of show, wouldn't it? It uh, would. So... In terms of news, yeah, we'll just quickly like knock that out. uh Maybe ramble for a bit before we get to books, because why not? Don't <laughs> uh, talk, talk about anything else we've been reading, because if if there is any, I don't know. Uh, well we've we got all show for that.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, go elsewhere in the multiverse. Have you been reading anything that's not contemporary?
0: Not really, no. <laughs> oh, okay, ain't had time, damn it. <laughs> oh, so that's fair. Um, yeah, so a couple of delays. I know everyone's going to be shocked at this first one, but just brace yourselves. I want you to buckle in, strap in, and brace yourselves, because Doomsday Clock Issue 10 has been pushed back another week, and there's now releasing on the 8th of May. Um, actually, I think it was two weeks this time, but it doesn't, really, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the 8th of May. It's the yeah. 8th of May now. Who cares? It's been pushed for, like four for times. For now. <laughs> um, I expect it will either it will be the 8th of May or maybe one more week, Um, just because that'll be two months after the last issue. I will honestly be shocked if it hits the 8th of May. That's fair. That's fair. What's funny, though, is the issue 11 is still technically scheduled for May 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't seen that till at least July. Yeah, that, that's going to be July and the final July, issue. Maybe
1: even August, let's be honest.
0: It depends, it depends when 10 has. If 10 still makes the first half of May, then it will be July. Yeah, it might be late July, but it should make July. Yeah. Um, I think my prediction was still end of September, early October for the final issue. I'm, sh- I'm
1: sure you just said September because I said October. Yeah, but it's shifting. What did I say
0: November? It's shifting as we go. Maybe you said November. I feel like uh, at one point you were saying you'll be lucky if it's out at the end of the year.
1: <laughs> that's when i yeah. You know, if I'm in a really cynical mood... You were being especially cynical when you said that. I'll be honest. If it did go, do you know what? It's not going to be out this year.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. No, it'll it'll be September, October, uh, I think. No, because you said November, because you said it was going to be a clean two years. That's why you said November.
1: Yeah, it could still happen. Give it time
0: yeah uh speaking of delays though this is another john's delay which is interesting uh shazam issue five has been pushed back three weeks and that'll also come out in may 8th which by the way may 8th is week two of that month meaning week two of uh of may is looking pretty beefy now uh but yeah. yes uh, shazam issue six remains scheduled for may 15th and six following on june 19th i feel like those are both going to get pushed back
1: yeah this happened what after the first issue, we got a delay, and then they had to just not solicit for a month, yeah, to I feel catch
0: like, up. I feel like there'll be no solicit next month or this month, and then those two will just both bump back Knocked back yeah um uh you know as what it is, but
1: yeah, it feels consistent with John's at the minute, though, doesn't it
0: I guess i guess he's i guess he's just busy with things i mean at least this is a monthly book which is occasionally missing a month as opposed to a a bi-monthly book which is occasionally taking three months <laughs> <laughs> well I mean that started off as a monthly book it did, it did, that was being really optimistic at the time it was, it was really optimistic I yeah. almost wish they didn't start releasing it until like at least six months later just like to keep doing the work bank up some yeah, yeah and then start releasing it monthly but hey ho why would mm-hmm. you do that? that's just the logical thing to do um, and then the other thing I just wanted to point out is that uh, Tom taylor has been releasing, uh, I say releasing, uh, has been revealing uh, some variant covers for *Deceased*, which I just wanted to p- mention because I thought they were pretty cool. Uh, if you remember, one of the teaser images we got when it was first announced was the it was the *It* poster, Stephen King's *It*, but with Robin yes. and Joker. Um, there's now a Poison Ivy one, which is Nightmare on Elm Street's poster, where she's in the bed like Nancy. And you've got a uh, Batman who's like all demonic with claws, like being the Freddy Krueger. Really cool. And there's another one with Superman, which is actually the poster from The Nun, which does upset me a little bit, because The Nun's a terrible movie, but it does make for a nice cover, so. So you'll allow it. Yeah, so. And apparently there's going to be more. Uh, Apparently there's going to be more.
1: That's cool. And
0: these aren't uh, retailer-exclusive ones, because there are retailer-exclusive variants. Yeah, they are. No, these ones are the ones you can get at any shop. Uh, This is Yasmin Yasmin Putri's doing these these movie poster covers. Yeah. So. Look good. They do look good. Uh, It's fun. Um. So yeah, that, that was basically the news. Um, I I I've got one other thing. Oh go I go.
1: Uh, there have been some changes to Batman seventy. Oh yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, because I, it was a bit of a you know every so often we'll get you know, okay, so this will change cover, will change here or there. Um, just done both of those. So this is seventy. Get get out of here with the damn skills. God, awful product placement. Uh. Yeah, so issue 70 was, uh, obviously, it's the first issue after Nightmares. It was originally going to be um, about Batman dealing with uh, Flashpoint Batman uh, when when we get out of Nightmares. Apparently, that's gone now. Um, It's it's not doing that anymore. Uh, Now, it's going to be about him locked in Arkham Asylum with all his enemies, and he has to fight to get out it's all you know for the amusement of bane and uh, it's setting up the um the bane event uh which is starting in 75 did we talk about that last week
0: we talked about that last week i don't think we talked about it last week but we, we it's been coming for a while have we not
1: yeah yeah we got did we gotta get a title for it recently
0: oh uh, yeah it's um city of bane city of bane yeah.
1: yeah yeah so that's starting in 75 yeah. and this is now built yeah you know, the the uh, the arc's title hasn't changed. It's still the the fall and the fallen.
0: Um, I want. I honestly wonder if they just push whatever they to do with the uh, the the flashpoint and Batman stuff till after the main arc, or maybe maybe it's, cause I wonder if it's just a, a rejigging of where it comes or how. Maybe he's decided to integrate it into the the main the main you know Bane maybe. arc.
1: It, it's a little bit or something. I don't know. Weird. Given that obviously the last thing before nightmares started was uh, you know flashpoint Batman showing up right yes yeah that that was where we left off so coming back to okay we're dealing with that
0: made sense we're still going to deal with it at some point but it's just a, it's just clearly there's changes happening maybe more last minute than you'd like to see what's yeah. interesting uh, there was some scuttlebutt this week that the reason why Batman and the Outsider was delayed was for continuity reasons it wasn't because the, the team was like <sighs>
1: maybe it's because hey, do you know what we'll bring him back Nightwing and you can have dick if you just wait <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's wishful thinking i honestly think it's because they want everything to tie into this you're the villain thing they're doing a little bit possibly yeah i wonder if the continuity of the, whatever sets that up or whatever's going on with that uh you know ripples out into the, in the dcu and that's why they had to like line yeah. up batman the yeah. outsiders with that and then maybe they had to line up. What, do, do we know doing.
1: when that's actually starting now uh you're the villain no, no, no uh batman and the outsiders yeah, they've been re so I think. Yeah, yeah. A, um, I'm just uh, It's May, I think. D- May, okay. So I wonder if it's to do with the uh, uh, heroes in crisis. Uh, it could be. I mean,
0: it, for continuity yeah. reasons, I wonder if that's got something to do with it. It Very well, could be. Um, I was just thinking you're the villain because that's kind of kicking off with uh, Leviathan. Event. Yeah, it's kind of
1: kicking off with the Free Comic Book Day thing, right? Yeah. Which um, is
0: early May. Yeah. Actually, just one one thing I wanted to mention that Diddy-O said, because even though Wondercon was last weekend, like, and there was little some interesting little tidbits here or there from panels, so there was no actual like, announcements. Like yeah, a little but, bit disappointing. But one of the interesting things that I, I did really like is that diddy said that the Fraction Jimmy Olsen book was going to have a similar tone to his Hawkeye, which pleases me greatly. When you say was going to have a similar tone, do you mean is?
1: Yeah, it is. You said was going to have a similar tone, like past tense. Like it was going to have that, but we went in a different direction. No, he said it. I was as as and he said it
0: already. As in he said it in the past tense. Okay, that that is not how you quoted it, but fine. Whatever, it's fine. You you you're being pedantic. Look, this excites me. That was a very good book. I have I have it not was. liked anything else by matter of Fraction that I have tried, but I really like his Hawkeye. So.
1: I've liked a few of his things i did like his hawkeye that was one of those books that the delays really hurt um made me lose interest i finished it uh i never did because uh it was very there were very quick reads uh you know you got like small it felt like a real small dose uh don't remember they were good but um the delays i felt really hurt. whereas compared to to, to, to do obviously we just been talking about doomsday clocks delays Those issues are so dense that even when I'm going three months without them I'm still feeling like I'm getting a full meal out of of each issue. Whereas when I was reading Hawkeye, I was like, yeah, this is a nice little bite monthly, I'll be fine. But it it wasn't, and it wasn't enough for me at the time. I'm sure I could reread it now and and enjoy it.
0: You should. No, read read it. It's like 25 issues or something like that. Just Read the whole thing. Um, It then a treat. They did that weird thing where it was alternating in the the teens between uh, Clint and Kate because they had their own things going on. So it kind of went back and forth so at one point issue it was like issue 16 came out before 15 but it didn't matter story-wise because it was like you know 14 and 16 were k issues so they got away yeah. with it. It, was, it was it was it was bizarre <laughs>
1: that'll be Azure was doing the clint issues then
0: yes most lately um so yeah i haven't I, I, I guessed that's the, the, the news a couple of things i wanted to mention more than yeah. anything it's been a quiet week it's been, uh, yeah, quiet week for books coming out. Quiet weeks for 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 chatter. At least at least from what I've seen, I haven't seen anything on twitter that's let everyone up. uh No, me been either. some movie things. Like Idris Elba is still going to be in Suicide Squad two, but he's no longer replacing Will Smith as Deadshot. He's going to play a new character, and we're just not going we to got... have Deadshot, which is better. But it's weird that they announced that he was, and then it, it was weird. Yeah, they've changed it. That's this is bizarre. We got
1: um got a teaser trailer for Joker.
0: That is true. We did get a trailer for Joker and it it looks it's like something. a good movie like does it look a good joker story i don't know i can't say that but it looks like a good movie about a psychopath
1: <laughs> it does it looks like a really
0: good movie but it's a bit definitive for my liking it has to be if, it does if you're doing a joker um, movie it has to be and, the, unless the you do my idea is... unless you do my idea where it's just a horror movie where the joker's still the villain but there's just no batman right so the idea that you're dealing with normal people have to having to survive a joker encounter and that's what your no, movie is there's
1: a there's a there's another solution here
0: keep walking phoenix just
1: do another joker movie in two years completely different origin story
0: Oh sure, just keep do, do basically the,
1: do, do do the Dark Knight thing where he, he kept making up his origin, but just do yeah, that yeah. and like just do like four different. They're all Joker. They're all the Joker origin stories. Pick your favorite and keep
0: the keep the title as well. Don't even change the title. Just it's just Joker again. Yeah, yes, We love that. I feel like the movie studio would be terrified of putting out a movie <laughs> with the exact same title, but with you know it's a different story. It would be terrified.
1: Know. It wouldn't happen. But I, I'd I'd let them do Joker and the Joker.
0: The performance looks very good. This this is one of these things where I feel like people were fan casting Walking Phoenix for Joker for a long time, but it's one of those fast fan castings that actually makes sense and would work out if they ever did it. And sure enough, here it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it. 'Cause it's it's a, there is a lot of fan castings you
0: where I go, you're just picking them because they have the same beard or they have the same hair colour and I'm like Or they're bald. Oh, they're bald. Uh which for the record, any anytime time I ever said Brian Cranston should play Lex Luthor, it was not because he was bald in Breaking Bad. It was the character and the performance in Breaking Bad. I know, I know, but you, know, you get like Lex Luther when people are casting for that,
1: ninety five percent of the choices are just people who are already bald. I was like, it's like Anyone can, can shave sh- their head.
0: They can shave their head. It's like the easiest thing to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone it's, can shave their head. It's so it's easy. It's not a big ask. It's so easy, but...
1: Yeah, well. Look at the... like On this, the, the body transformation uh, of Working Phoenix, uh, there's a you know, movie he did last year where oh, he's, he's a bit bigger, and then here he's extremely skinny.
0: Yeah, his body language is very good. Uh, the way he talks, the way he laughs. Um, the tone is just... The tone... Honestly, the, the best thing I can say about this movie is that it doesn't feel like we have to fill a superhero quota so someone go make a movie with a character in it. This feels like a filmmaker with a vision and it feels like they're, he's making an unapologetic version of whatever that vision is. Whether, whether I like it or not at the end is remains to be seen, but I can't be mad that it exists in the sense that, no, this is an actual film. This is someone making a movie that has something to say. What what, what I think is a fair
1: comparison is, you know, Aquaman came out and got a billion, right? And they were like, quick the trench make a movie <laughs> sure <laughs> and i was like there's no there's no way anyone had an idea for this and they were they were like quick just do anything right that was the studio and i'm sure the studio is like yes give me a please put well, out yeah, a joke movie be,
0: i don't even like that comparison cuz i think aquaman feels just as as hollow sure sure but i can at least see <laughs>
1: I, I don't think they went, right, we need an Aquaman movie. We have to have it. I think someone went, Joe, okay, I, I can do an Aquaman movie. So, uh, you know, someone's got an Aquaman story in them.
0: Yeah, but uh, no, like, no uh, one
1: went to them and went, oh, let's do the trench.
0: No, but Aquaman exists because they wanted a blockbuster. Because, and it, sure. that movie feels the entire time like it just is trying to prove that it's a blockbuster and is worthy of being a blockbuster. And it's overstuffed and it feels a bit hollow. It's not a bad movie. It's like a, it's, it scrapes to like a six out of 10. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. No, I have to agree. I think I give it the same score. But it's, just, it's a bit soulless. It's a, it's a bit soulless, and I think this Joker movie, just from the trailer alone, I look at it and go, no, like they, Todd Phillips and Walking Phoenix both care about this movie. They're put. They're given that they're <laughs> yeah. all, and it does not mean it will be good. No, it, it- doesn't. It might not be. I mean, the trailer looks good, but doesn't mean it'll be a good I, movie. No, that's, that's what I started. I started this whole thing by saying, whether I like this at the end remains to be seen, but it's a movie. It's a vision. Say what you want about Tommy Wiseau's The Room. It's his. It is unapologetically his, and I respect that movie more than I do, you know, Justice League, because Justice League, even though it wasn't as bad as Batman V Superman, it just exists because they promised it to make a Justice League movie to investors. That's the only reason yeah. why it exists. Yeah. And... And obviously, like before, people start commenting and saying, "Oh, but every movie is to make money." No, it is. That's why studios invest in them. But that doesn't mean that's why the director or the actors or the the principal people involved get into movie making or why yeah. they want to make that specific movie.
1: Yeah, like, let let's be honest. Sometimes, they're like, yeah, sure, it's just a paycheck.
0: Yeah, but do do you, do you honestly buy that anything Christopher Nolan's done since, like, well, I mean, to about all his whole career feels pretty genuine to him, to be honest. But like. Because he got
1: fortunate in that he got the ability to to get a, you know, he got respected relatively early on. Yeah,
0: like, but, you know, his next movie, whatever it is, it's it's what Christopher Nolan wants to make. Yes, because any
1: (laughs) studio will go, what do you want to do? Sure, here's the money. Except they can't, because Warner Brothers have got him lock and key. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's just Warner Brothers going, what do you want to do, Chris? oh i'm thinking this 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 this, Honestly,
0: this. here's a check just just write out what you need it's an interesting conversation to have because i think christopher nolan is one of the few directors right now maybe the only director where they announced the release date for his next film even though they're not announcing what it is yet and that's fine for like you know like marvel and dc like, oh, it's an unannounced dc film name for the attachment state. to the the brand yeah this is just no christopher nolan's next film is coming out july whatever 2020 just just 2020 and it's like okay <laughs> sure, yeah. we're all excited because Christopher Nolan's got, got enough cred to, to and, make
1: it. And that way. it's to the point where you to uh, a very mainstream audience, yeah, and that will still you know mean something to a lot of people. You know, there are directors that film fans will be like excited just because just on the name of the director, sure. Um, but a lot of the general public that you know outside of you know we're talking here about you know DC Marvel movies, uh, you know Star Wars movies, Disney movies, they've got names uh, recognizable things to them. Whereas if you go, oh, it's it's a uh, oh yeah, this director's films coming out in a year's time. Most people will be like, okay then. Uh, Christopher Nolan's somehow gotten into the culture where most people seem to be on on board with that just on his name alone.
0: Yeah, he's not he's not quite the level of Spielberg or Hitchcock, but he might be. Not by, yet. The t- by the time he's dead, he may be. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we got to that. It was basically just talking about how Joker feels like a genuine film from someone who cares about it and has an idea, um, and that's a key yeah. thing. Someone had an idea and wanted to make it. Uh... Do, do you know? Do you know what
1: someone didn't have a, a vision for? By the look of the trailer that's coming up soon. What? Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> that looked like the studio went. So we want that Del Toro movie, but we don't want to pay Del Toro. We
0: want can you just make it but cheaper? But why Why would they want the Del Toro movie? It's, the Del Toro movies don't even make that much money. There's no, a, I know, but... There's a reason why Hellboy if, 3 didn't happen. I, I know, but
1: clearly they wanted that movie still, for some reason, because that's what we're getting. I, I don't know. I. I'm prepared to eat my words if the movie actually turns out to be different, but based on everything I've seen so far.
0: Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that, and honestly and, if, if i wasn't reviewing it i'd skip it if, if this wasn't an obvious thing that we have to review because tim's going to have things to say tim tim will insist yeah yeah and i say that as someone who i like hellboy one
1: i really like hell two. it's not not that it's a great hellboy movie but it's a really good del toro movie it's mm. full of just his style and and fun and i, I was really into it so to do this it, it's it it looks like it's aiming for that, just without any of the, the skill behind the camera. Uh, so,
0: I don't know. Not excited. Yeah. What's, what's weird about that is that the director of the new ones actually made a at least one great movie. Which movie? The Descent.
1: Okay. i am not seen it,
0: but sure. So, I don't know. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and somehow I managed to get through all that without comparing anything to Shazam which it was very tempting to do so and I may have done uh, already yeah. on Twitter uh, but I, I am avoiding saying what I feel because that's a whole conversation in and of itself um, yes, that that will be coming early next week it's better than Aquaman No, I'm just going to say that
1: I'll be honest, I'm not surprised
0: <laughs> the, the, honestly the
1: real question is it's not whether it's better or Aquaman or it it there's only one question that matters, is it the best movie in this DC universe? That's that's the only question that matters. Is it the best movie since Dark Knight R- Rises? That's that's it. That's the only thing that matters. I think the answer is yes. Okay,
0: because let's be honest, the only real competition is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman uh, arguably has a higher high. Let but down
1: by its third actor.
0: Shazam. Doesn't it doesn't have the laws? So what you're telling me, it
1: doesn't have that trench scene.
0: No, it doesn't have the but, no man's land scene.
1: <laughs> but it doesn't have the shitty third act. No, it doesn't. No.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I am.
1: I'm, I'm hoping to get to see it Monday during the day, so
0: that's so can be on the right. And review. apparently, there's a there's both a mid credit scene and a post credit scene. I never saw the post credit scene. Apparently, the post credit scene was just a joke. So I'm not too mad, but uh, but you
1: wish you'd known anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, I will see. <laughs> there's some funny Easter eggs in there, but uh, yes, uh, I'll be talking to Matt at the very least, maybe Connor as well, about uh, Shazam in the next couple of days, and that'll be up on the YouTube's and on the same podcast feed as this, as well as the Male Fuzz Movies podcast feed, which, if you don't know it exists, there's a Male Fuzz Movies feed where me and Connor talk about a bunch of movies. We actually just reviewed all the Batman movies, uh, over well, I say all uh, the 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 eighties, nineties, and Nolan movies. Those seven. Yeah. We reviewed those seven yeah. over the past yeah, month. Yeah, so
1: if you've enjoyed this last 15 minutes of us chatting <laughs> bollocks about films,
0: head on over there. This is what happens when DC only put out like five, four books in a week. <laughs> there's, there's nothing. I mean, there's some more, but I mean, we're not reading... Like, uh,
1: a friend of mine who, who Quinn is reading more
0: <laughs> still only has six.
1: And I'm like, yeah, that you must be reading everything they're putting out this week.
0: It's a quiet week. It's a very quiet week. So we'll start reading the books then. Well, not reading the books. We'll start talking about the. Books. Jesus Christ! This is going to be a weird show if we just start reading them right now. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll start talking about Justice League issue twenty one, which of course is written by Scott Snyder uh, with art by Jorge Jimenez, who may also be kind of co writing that. It's, it's unclear. It's kind of like that whole Patrick Leeson and Tomasi thing. Yes, he's he's got a
1: storytelling credit. Uh, so how much did you hate it, Pete? Because <laughs> I read this and quite into it I'm not going to lie but that was to be expected I finished it I went oh I bet Pete hated that issue
0: I don't want to hate it like th- this falls into the territory for me where it's kind of just a fun romp but I have a hard time really taking this all that seriously fair enough because with Snyder everything has to be the biggest threat ever that we've ever had oh, d- shut up stop it stop it
1: this isn't any bigger than what it has been for the last, you know, six issues, though.
0: Since that annual. Oh, sure, not that since then, but it like it was bigger than, than in the first part of the book. It's bigger than that did in Dark Knight Metal, even though that was the biggest thing ever at the time. <laughs> this is a
1: really interesting companion and follow-up to Metal, actually, given the, the reveal in this.
0: Yeah. And Pete
1: doesn't remember metal well enough to, to give a shit.
0: No, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, yeah. The world full. But, out. I mean,
1: let's be honest. Before we get to any of the big stuff, mm-hmm. it's the little thing that is the best in this book, isn't it? Don't send a star man genre. for
0: a starfish's job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love grade. the bit where he's like,
1: uh, uh, you know, you know pit look more like, you know, Dick on a Stick Plague. <laughs> Dad'll love that one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Jaro is not a. Uh, you know. He's delightful. Yeah, he's, he's he's the best part of the book. <laughs> I have going to say it. Jaro's and, the best I, part I, of the look, book. I agree,
1: and I say that as someone who's really into all the other concept stuff that's going on.
0: My main problem with this issue, honestly, is that. So so we set up this whole thing, this utopia in the future, where we got, you know, the, the little Martian, like Jean and Kendra know last time. The everything is yes. not as it seems. And I felt like they did nothing with the rest of the league finding out. They just come to the, the psychic meeting table and they're just kinda told and I dunno, it's just it's it's like really it's almost like they don't do anything with the, the actual like crushing revelation or I don't know. It felt undercooked to me. Fair enough. From a dramatic standpoint with the, with the characters, but uh Sure enough, evil because they don't even have time to process it before, uh you know what turns out to be the world forger. You know the Superman in white uh, yeah. shows up and is like, oh, I've got you all held captive, and you know I'm the world forger." Blah 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 blah. Basically, you're all going to agree to go along with what I'm doing and imprison everyone who is not good, uh without any possibility of you know redemption or anything. It's just no, they're, they're yeah, locked away. basically everyone in the universe
1: can be split into doom or justice yes Uh, which is what they represent
0: and anyone who represents doom get rid of them lock them up yes Uh, and of course they're like no we can't do that because we believe in rehabilitation we believe in all these things and he's like well very well and although the one person because they they basically go around the table saying like you know if we we went back to that vote we made back in issue one about letting the totality hit the earth I wouldn't vote any differently it was still the right thing to do because of who we are and everyone kind of agrees with that except Batman Batman's like, no, I don't think I would vote the same way again. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I, I think it's interesting that uh, Batman, with his, you know, harsh moral code, is going. Do you know what? Maybe, maybe this is bigger. Um, I, I like the idea that it's the you know the the mortal man w- without any powers. That's that's the one that's kind of scared by this. Um, uh, you know, ev- everyone else is has got something to them. And they're like, no, 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 we can still we can still fight this, we can still do it. And, and Batman, usually the one you expect that you know ultra gritty determination from, no matter what, is the one that's actually quite scared because uh, you know, he's the the most human in that sense.
0: This doesn't play for me at all. Uh, either he is playing a long game here to betray him, or mm-hmm. to me, this feels false because. And it's not so much that i don't like the idea of batman being scared i'm not saying that it reads wrong for me to batman be scared i just don't think the issue itself does enough to justify him getting to that point i feel like everything feels too rushed for it to actually land like oh you know what you're saying there it's interesting that batman's the one who's scared i'm like i would agree if i actually got that feeling <laughs> I'd, I'd agree if I actually you know actually you know, had slow build up to him realizing and like hinting that he was scared or or it was like told in the story instead it's just like this one moment everything happens so quick that nothing really is given the time to really i don't know build like it, it, it's it's so uh, popcorn to me it just moves through everything so quickly there's, there's barely any time yeah, no. to i don't know like have any weight to any of the decisions being made uh, which, which is what, what i don't like about snyder's writing these days is i feel like he's just constantly moving through big things and there's never any time to actually for them to stop and go hey this is huge like we've never dealt anything with like this but no everything's just going so quickly that there's no you know that's fair it, John, it's, I don't think it, I'm in... it's meaningless is what i'm saying it's it's meaningless that it's all this biggest thing ever because everything's the biggest thing ever so none of it has any impact to me anymore yeah but when it's this enjoyable i'm okay i don't know
1: i'm I'm intrigued as to how the world forges around because uh we we were told in metal that he was killed because uh so you know the, the World Forger, you know, is is in charge of the multiverse and mm. the Dark Multiverse, right? And Barbatas was kind of his pet, right? His pet dragon, essentially that ate the Dark Multiverses before they, you know, before they you know, spot, you know got too big and, and took hold. Um, but you know Barbatas, it rebelled and and I think Barbas is the one that killed the World Forger, uh, if I recall right. Um, so interesting to see that 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 he seems to be here now. Uh, I wonder if that gets addressed. I mean, Multiversey,
0: timey-wimey. Could be, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the cliffhanger, you know, because basically, seemingly not Batman, I don't see Batman in any of these panels, so I don't think Batman is no, sent with them, but the Justice League gets sent to a bigger version of Apocalypse in the future, which is basically the the prison where all the villains are. We see the Sparrow and Captain Cold and a bunch of others. And the twist is, is that the the person who runs this place takes off the helmet and it's some older evil looking version of lois lane yeah i'm intrigued
1: <laughs> i'm not there's a little bit of cynicism for the shock value reveal yeah.
0: but i'm intrigued to see the the reasoning I don't know it doesn't mean anything i'm just like just whatever yeah it's just because oh we'll pick someone we know maybe he'll give it me next issue he might like this, this might next issue be like this is why it's lois this is why it makes sense and this is why it why thematically or dramatically it adds to the story for it to be lois lane but right now it's just okay whatever no, no i'm with you <laughs>
1: um yeah uh, i will say that my two favorite scenes in this book are the ones that we haven't spoken about yet
0: not really is this giant mix of thing? storming through that's one of them thing yeah but yeah, he's, yeah, he's, and he's, he's... Hung, but more specifically, he's he's decreating reality, and it shows that in the page with the art stopping towards the bottom, the colouring's not been done, and the pencil's fading away. Yeah, yeah, it's still being pencil. I'm like, this is uh, you know, it's
1: funny you say you know decreating, because this is Snyder channeling Morrison all day. <laughs> mm. Um, but uh, no, I was really into that. That moment was kind of cool. Uh, very meta and aware, but I liked it. And the other the other scene I really loved is the the opening scene between, uh you know, at the time, it was what seems to be the two Supermen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you have, you know, the, the World Forger being like, look, I've been through all this before a thousand times. All these dead Supermen are, you know, from different times, different universes. I've done all this. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to try. You can't do it. He's finishing his lines. And, so, you know, he, he comes to swing a punch and he just stops him with a finger and just, you know, grabs his wrist and down to the ground and i'm like okay no that sold his his power you know just there you know the, the, it's, it's like a simple uh you know couple of panels just at the top of a page with just the finger and then the the wrist grab mm. and I, w- I was really into that I thought that was cool yeah
0: um i mean it's not that i'm looking i'm not going to pull hate it when i'm reading it like it's, it's a reasonably fun read some of the character back and forth is fun jaro's great um but it, it is just kind of like it's just kind of like fluff to me. It's like superhero fluff. Like I'm not going to remember half of this shit in a year's time. I'm really not. <laughs> Fair enough. I'd like to think I am. Um. Yes. Yeah, so we're rating it. Uh. We're, we're more or less at that point. Um. It's like a six. You know, it's a fun six. But. Yeah, I'm. I'm going with an eight. If, if I yep. if I stop to think about any of this, I'm just annoyed by a lot of things
1: fair enough behind it i mean we've bit over there's anything left that i can say to convince you no um, just uh, one one of my favorite moments in the art uh, cuz the art's actually really good throughout you know it's really solid really consistent uh, one of my favorite moments is when um when the world Forger, as as Superman, you know swings in on their psychic meeting and he does the the superhero landing on the on the table and it has this big you know boom lettering sound effect
0: mm. oh that was a that was a great little touch yeah, I mean, I don't know. I saw like a a, a jaded comic nerd where I'm just like, Ugh, everything this is the biggest thing ever, and I'm sick of it. But I, I think Snyder just his philosophies with storytelling, especially with these types of characters, just isn't what I like about these characters. It's just he, he? He's just clearly into other elements of them. Uh, yeah, and I mean that's fine. Um,
1: no, I've been into. It. I know Matt's been into it more than you have as well. Uh, I mean, I uh, do. We have Matt's thoughts on these issues. No, I think he was too busy being dragged yeah. to just Disneyland
0: Yeah,
1: he said he was getting last week. Can give us thoughts, but I don't think he did last week either. No, unless he did, and you just
0: decided not to read. No, no, them. he never sent me anything. He, he he's all promises. Yeah, he's slacking. <laughs> He'll be back next week. You can give him shit on on the twitters. Yeah. Uh, yeah, before he gets back next week. Um. Yeah. I wish I liked this one. I really do. Like, uh, you know, I I think there's, there's things I like in here, but ultimately... I don't know. Just Snyder's philosophy when it comes to storytelling. Unless it seems to be horror. Although, that said, he's not written anything in horror in a long time for me to really judge it if he's still got it in that No, that I mean, respect.
1: maybe that new book with Frank Avila will be horror.
0: Yeah, I, ho- I hope it is. And hopefully it's, it's kind of returned to the form that I would like Snyder to be in. But, yeah. um Yeah. So... Oh, there you go, Justice League, um, which is the only new book that both of us read. This is the problem with Matt missing this week specifically. Uh, so I read Young Justice issue four, which you know continues. There's another flashback. We get some Amethyst flashbacks, which actually link up to the start of the, uh, not the start of the story, but the start of where we saw Amethyst for the first time in issue one. Uh, that's that's actually how the issue ends, kind of that leads into that moment where she encounters Tim, um. But this one's, a, you know, because a lot of the last few issues have been kind of mostly a flashback and mostly focused on that character, where just a little snippet at the start of the end of others. This one's a bit different than that. Uh, and the, only the first half is the flashback. And then it kind of like, no, we're going to start bringing the, the threads together because the flashback is that Amethyst is basically... I don't want to say hated, but <laughs> every all all the officials in Gem World kind of hate her because she's constantly questioning the status quo and what their their orders are and like how the system works and they don't like her very much. They, she wants to like you know go against Opal, but some of them are like secretly in cahoots with Opal, some of them are not, some of them are this or that. Um, and there's a really sad scene when she hears them kind of like talking about kicking her out the the, the just Gem World and sending her back to Earth, <laughs> and then it's a uh, uh, oh, oh, god! I forgot the character's name. The turquoise. Thank you. Um, turquoise is basically like the one person who's like, no, 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 no. We'll not kick her out because she, for you know, and she says something nice about her, and it's like it. It gives it this happier side to it. The end where she kind of smiles. Uh, art's very good here, by the way. Uh, which I didn't mention that uh, uh, Patrick gleason and John Timms on the art. Uh, with Ben this writing, obviously. But after that scene, we we cut back to. Uh Superboy with, with Bart and, you know, Superboy's wife and child that we apparently have now. And they're trying to get these guards to go away that were they were harassing them last time. And Superboy punches his armor off. Like literally there's a full page spread of him punching him and all of his armor just shattering around his like body with just underwear and socks on. It's kinda delightful. Um yeah, but what was really funny though is that before he does that, Bart's like speeding around. Ask because at one point, uh, Superboy says, Oh, you've stepped on our property, and the guy's like, Oh, all of this is the Dark Lord Opal's property. And then Bart just starts going, Is that tree Opal's property? And then he speeds over somewhere else. Is that part of land over there Opal's property? Is that part over there somewhere over Opal's property? And he just keeps asking over and over again. And the, the, uh, Connor's just like, I missed you, Bart. <laughs> It's just really funny. Yeah. it was just delightful. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Bart mentions that he was because obviously Bart landed separately from the rest of the team, but he mentions that he was with kind of this new version of Young Justice before. Oh, by the way, his baby's called Martha. Just oh, wait, put that out there. Really? Yeah. Really. I, honestly, I think they missed the beat with it when he said, you know, when they, when they mentioned the baby was called Martha for Bart to say. Oh why did you call her Martha? <laughs> just just as a, a way to further hammer hammer home the joke. It's <laughs> great. Uh but yeah, so so Bart's like, okay, so these are the people who who presumably also got transported here, the the rest of Young Justice. And then we cut back to them and there's more bickering between their cells and talking about what's going on. Uh and Jen, Jenny Hex is worried because she's got this mystical trunk in her on her truck uh that she inherited from Jonah Hex. Um and you know she's worried that if they open it something bad will happen which they do and lots of creepy things come flying out and it's it's, it's more like energy but there's kind of like a claw-esque kind of feeling to it but they hear this rumbling uh the feet come in and then there's just like a one a, a, a big panel of like uh connor lifting up the the cell wall and uh you know it's basically like both tim and cassie going connor and then the next page is a delightful page of Connor, Tim, Bart and Cassie all hugging together. The the OG Young Justice Group. And then the panel underneath that is the three new members kind of just looking kind of happy which is uh, Amethyst, Jenny and uh, Teen Lantern. Do you wish you loved this book, Connor? Do you wish you could read
1: it? I intentionally didn't listen to a lot of that and then I heard Teen Lantern and I went, ugh, yeah. This is why I hate it. Did you hear me talk about the hug? I did, i have already seen the page on Twitter like earlier in the week. Because of course, it couldn't not be ruined. You're not going to be there anyway. What are you complaining about? Well, just. Ah, principle. (laughs) Uh, I didn't even have to go looking to just see that pop up on my Twitter. It
0: was annoying. So, together, the team's together. um uh, it's like, okay, so, you know, why did these people attack us? uh and uh, amethyst is like because we're a threat and then we get the flashback to like you know just as the the weird stuff happened where the, the world started changing it was all earthquakey uh which is right before amethyst ran into uh tim and we get the same dialogue from the end of that issue and there you go that's the that's the end of the issue. um this was delightful if you've been enjoying young justice this was kind of the issue that brought the first four together because because uh or, yeah two and three were very kind of standalone-ish on their own um this felt like everyone came together and it was kind of because i wasn't expecting it this issue i really wasn't i thought it was going to be amethyst focused and just be that the whole issue and that was that was fine like i needed to learn more about her like i never knew she was originally from earth like that was news to me so i'm like okay i'm learning things about amethyst i like that um and then no it, it gave me all this great stuff at the end where they're back together the art's fantastic uh uh, you know, Gleason kills it. Uh, Tim's is also very good. Like the, it's very expressive. It's it's got that 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 fun youth youthfulness to it, you know. Uh, so it's, it's one of the things that I always talk about. Uh, Super Sons actually is, but when they have the, the more youthful art, but the way it, you know, the the way it's more expressive, like the way kids over overreact to things. Not, not that they're overreacting here, but it has just kind of that that energy to it. Uh, and I really like that. Plus, plus having the characters all be delighted to see each other again—they all remember each other. There's still questions to answer, but you know we're getting there, and this is this is cool stuff. Um, so I assume next issue it'll be them on the run from Opal's forces, slash maybe racing towards Opal to try and deal with it. And of course, I imagine that Amethyst will end up coming back with the team to earth because she'll either be not welcome or because other reasons i would expect um i love her cars just ignore me as much as possible i I just
1: i'm intentionally not listening because if i start listening i'll likely get irritated and start making comments and i I just don't want to go down that
0: okay okay um yeah, and it was interesting hearing kind of some of the the, the politics of uh, of gem world and how these things. I mean, don't get me wrong, I can I mean, I couldn't name you all the houses or anything like that because there's too many of them. It, right, right now it's just Opal bad. Um, everyone else might be bad or good, but Opal's got this, a stranglehold. Uh, but no, uh, it's very good. But I mean, I, I've been digging this series a lot. Uh, that this was the one. I mean, this was easily the book I was looking forward to most. And not to spoil the end of the show when we rank things, but I mean. <laughs> It's it's coming in at number 1 baby. So uh Young Justice is very good. Uh, I would give this issue a solid 8.5. It was very good. I I have to imagine Matt loved it. I have to imagine. Uh, I mean,
1: you'd think, wouldn't you?
0: Yes. So no, it was a heartwarming reunion and I think if you're a fan of these characters, you were probably delighted uh with some of the scenes in here. Um and as per usual, uh if you like Ben to speak the banter is very good
1: cool
0: all right uh which means connor's going to talk about the green lantern issue six grant morrison writing liam sharp on the art uh take it away i guess
1: yeah yeah so uh we left last issue with uh hal joining the the black stars uh and being given like one final task uh and it was to to kill adam strange <gasps> uh you know to prove his loyalty and that's that's you know, we pick up right there where we're on Ran and and they're there. And and Hal's like, no, no, I'm I'm not gonna do this, I won't kill an own opponent, let's make it fair, you know. Uh, and it, it essentially becomes a duel, which I'll get to that in a minute. There's a couple of little pages before that where we have uh, the controller, Mu, uh, who is uh, in, in charge of the Black Stars, he's the, the leader, uh, who's obviously his uh, controller, so he's from from Maltus, same as the the Guardians, uh, and he is kind of threatening them uh, in a very It's is that kind of blackmail-y. It's like, hey, well, you know, we're just here for your protection. Uh, just just to you know, give over. Um, you know, if if you not if we weren't here, what about those sun eaters? Hey, uh, you know, and Alana's like, hey, we know those sun eaters are dead. And It takes like six hundred years to get uh, for them to grow up again. So we're fine. We'll you know we we can worry about ourselves. Uh, just some interesting politicking going on there, um, but we we actually get the the duel between Hal and, and Adam, and it's a a proper you know Western style duel. You know they they stand together back to back, you know walk ten paces, turn and shoot, and the pacing is absolutely wonderfully rendered uh, by Sharp. You know split into all these different panels as it turns, uh, the the facial reactions as to you know okay you know, what exactly happened. Because obviously you, you see the, them both shoot, and, and you, you're just waiting for a minute to see the, the reaction, and then you see you see Strange drop his gun and go down. Um, he's been hit right in the chest, and uh, he, he's dead. You know he, he's seemingly dead, and they're like, right, congratulations, Hal. You know you're, you're you're more well, they're not calling him Hal, of course. They're calling him Black Star Parallax. Um, but congratulations, you know you, you did it, and. Alana's there, you know, mourning over her husband. It's like, no, what, what are you doing? You're you're our you're our Green Lantern because it's you know it's in his sector. You know, you, you're supposed to be protecting us. What what are you doing? And she's distraught. Um, but they they go to take uh, take him away because on on Rand nothing's wasted. They're, you know, immediately like let's go and look for his uh his his organs. Everyone's a donor. Um, because they're very efficient like that. Uh, but hal goes off with uh the 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 vampire queen whose whose name i'm blanking on admittedly um and they have a bit of a chat about the the ideology of the the black stars you know where, where does it come from you know the the name where what was wrong with dark star um it's like no black's absolute you know dark there's it leaves room for interpretation as to how dark essentially but but with black it's like no no you know exactly what you're getting and uh that's uh, the the vision of controller Immune is like that. There's no getting around. Um, and we go back and we we'll get to the scientists. They get called in. There's something wrong with the the power, and because you know they they took his uh, his ring to try and study and and uh, use as as their weapon, um, but it's not responding to them. Um, and it's like it's it's booby trapped, is what they say. And and how's like well yeah you know the Guardians did this in case case he gets captured when they kicked me out they probably deactivated it. Put in these safeguards. Says, eh, there's nothing I can do. Um and alongside this, we actually see he he faked uh, uh Adam's death. He, he he uh put him into a coma. Um so they, they, so they, which obviously they discover as they're gonna go cut him open for his organ. They're like, hang on a second. With on a closer inspection. He's still alive, so he's alright. Um which is good because obviously you know you'd want that, um, but they're questioning about the, the the ring, and it's like no, this isn't right. Uh, we, Adam comes in and starts shooting, and then they realize, okay, no, you've been you've been playing us. We suspected you might, but it's a sh- shame because you know, we actually thought you you'd you'd have made a real good Black Star, and that's where they go right, fine, we're setting off a bomb, uh, a U bomb, uh, and the idea is it will. End the universe. It'll it'll take all the matter in the universe and compress it into a quark. Uh, you know, like pre Big Bang essentially. Uh, and it'll be you know pretty much instant. It'll be you know total annihilation. And then this is where you get the, the guardians. You know, coming uh, across the ring. You know, it's like all right, Jordan, destroy, dis- disarm the bomb. You gotta do this. Time time's over. Forget any uh, infiltration stuff you had planned. Just just end this now. And and then it ends. You know, he, he's gone. Uh, you just get this green light, and it cuts away. And uh, it's it's Adam Strange giving a speech, and it's, you know, basically um, giving Hal like a, a hero's funeral. Essentially, the, there's no body, but they're like, you know, we he they they assumed he must have died because you know all the Green Lantern rings went dim as he used that much power. He, he dragged it from the from the the core lantern core battery, and uh, then you know after he did that, the the U bomb was gone, but. So was Hal, uh, and the things going as he's giving his speech, he starts fading. You know, the the Zeta beams are taking him back to Earth, and then we finally cut just to a little epilogue, where we're in space, you know, and the the ring is just floating in space on its own, and then it seems to be, not a, it's it's either a reflection or it's an image inside the ring. Uh, I I think I think it's a reflection, but it's a. Uh, if it turns out this is happening inside the ring i'll i'll let that go as well cuz it's it's there for interpretation in this panel um and it's it's hal and he's on this kind of this this planet it's very green uh, all the coloring's tinted green and you know he, he's there going you know i you know i remember you know getting you know moving through this dust storms you know green green dust i'm sure there's a job i've got to do but i don't really remember you know, you know, he goes. Oh, you're the you're the first person I've seen on the road since uh, since I got out of the desert. I was hoping that you could give me some directions. And the guy is very cryptic. You know, this little squat fella. He's sitting on a, a signpost. He's like, oh, you know, you you know what you're searching on? You know, cast on the shore. You know, uh, it's it's all this kind of uh, almost prophecy esque mumbo jumbo. And he tells him, you know, there's, there's one exit. That lies that way. Uh, they call it the emerald sands uh, you've gotta, when, you you got to when it goes when you when they ask you who's who sent you uh, tell them Merwooden, who is a you know, very classic uh, you know green lantern villain going you know, way back uh originally it was you know a a sorcerer um looks very different here um so i'm not sure if they uh changing things up a bit or if it's just a reinterpretation um and there's no hint of any magic here anyway, um, but I'm intrigued. Uh, you know, the idea next is Emerald Sands. It kind of sounds like he's going on a bit of a vision quest style thing. Uh, I'm really into it. Uh, art's gorgeous again, um, as expected. The pacing in particular is fantastic, uh, especially with the the jewel. And then uh, this at the end where we have the, you know, just empty space. And then you see a green flicker and then the ring. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the colouring as well is is, is really strong. Um, no, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's another eight from me, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that'll take me on to Adventures of the Super Suns, issue nine. Uh, again, this is one that me and Matt usually both talk about, but he's not here, so it's me. Uh, Peter Duthamassi writing with Scott Goodluski on the art, which is a change, because there's been uh, Barbary, uh for the last several issues. Uh, I don't know if this is just a one-issue thing, or if um, we've, we've switched now for the last little little batch of four, maybe, because it's obviously a twelve-issue series. Um, but this issue, uh, the kids land on a on a planet, uh, which because they've escaped the prison planet, they're with the Green Lantern trainee, and they land on a planet where there's a robotic Jonah Hex. <laughs> there's some Westworld jokes to be made here, I'm sure, but. Um, yep. They end up kind of helping him because there's some bandits trying to like hold him up, and uh, just by landing on them basically when they land on the planet, uh, he's like, "Okay, I'm indebted to you, so I'll, I'll try and help you." So there's one way off this rock, and it's this train, and it's guarded with all these other robots. Uh, I will help you get on there. And the, the the issue is mostly like as they're on their journey, there's a lot of jokes about them, you know, enjoying being out in the old west, and John like saying things in a cowboy way, and means like, "Stop dropping your G's. You're, you're from Metropolis. Quit that right now." <laughs> Um, but the the main the main sort of idea of the issue outside of just the, the general kind of the that we have to get in and sneak past the robots and like take take over the train kind of Back to the Future three style is that they keep saying to Jonah, do you want to come with us? Because you know you, you were made as a robot to serve under the ruler on this planet, and you didn't like killing anymore, so you made a deal with them to to basically be left alone but as long as he stayed on the planet and he's not allowed to leave because it's just not in his programming so they keep saying to him the, the green latin eh, trainees like hey I, I like the reason why i even i'm, I'm like a candidate is because i'm i'm at, I'm good with machines and and, and computers like uh, i i can t- probably help you with that I, if I I can tinker and he keeps refusing them he's like no no this is my nature like i'm, I'm not like you kids because even damien says i was trained to be a killer by my mother and it wasn't until i met other people and you know, my father and so on that i i learned i had free will and John is like, no, that's your kid, but it's just not me. Uh, and eventually, like just before they get on the train, towards the end of the issue, the Green Lantern he actually just knocks him out. He hits him over the back of the head just so he can reprogram him. And when he wakes up, he's like willing to come on the train. Uh, and it's not like a, a dark thing. It's not like oh, he's programmed him to want to leave. He's just taken away the the he has to follow this rule, programming. So now he has some form of free will. And he, he's, he's, he's thankful for it. He's like, I never really understood the, this idea that I could just leave um, because it wasn't there. So it's kind of a nice, it's kind of a weird kind of like one-shot tangent, although they're still on the train at the end. Uh, they're, they're just leaving in the train and it says next time, what the what was it, the Justice Gateway or something like that? Injustice Gateways. Uh, sorry, showdown at the Injustice Gateway. So I'm liking them playing with the genre here a little bit. Uh, mm. By the end of the issue, John's got a cowboy hat on like the whole time um and then other than that the villains are like uh, you know rex luther and his team are like all right we've got tons of these like copies of the super villains now we're heading towards earth i mean knowing my obsession with those super sons is getting put in the back burner we're going to go take over earth uh and interestingly at one point damien and john when they're talking about it they're like you know when we get back to earth we should tell our dads and get the justice league on this because they're actually coming to attack the planet and damien's like now nah, this is our problem we should take care of it you're like, you're right damien this is a we'll clean up our own mess and i'm like you know if you fail and they do actually destroy earth your parents are going to be pissed i just want to put that out there yeah pretty fairly as well I'm just going to put that out there um but no, it's very good i will say like the art is not bad the art godlowski's art is just perfectly fine and in places actually quite enjoyable uh it does feel like the biggest shift away from the style though because you know th- there was one like fill artist earlier in the, in the run and it, it did kind of lend more to stick with uh, the style and he, I don't think that was Gudluski as well but if it was he did a better job of like sticking to what the mm. the other tone of the book was um, and even Barbary it felt like he was sticking to what had been established by Jimenez and some other artists in the yeah, uh, previous from, book yeah from what I know of Gudluski if I remember right um, typically quite heavy uh, scratchy oh I wouldn't say that's a scratchy at all no no okay in, in my past experience Gudluski is not um, not, not particularly clean maybe in an effort to uh fit the style it is actually a very clean style if Go if ahead. anything actually it sometimes looks like marvel art you know that shiny kind of thing uh, okay yeah you get in the coloring uh yeah I'd, I'd say it has parts of that but um no i mean i'm looking for it that's it's very clean uh very cartoony mm-hmm. which is right for the book but it it's a slightly different kind of cartoony from for for what the books had before uh, Rex Luthor's chin feels a bit pointier than it should be as well just compared to normal which is a minor complaint but it is one of those things that I was reading that I was like this feels the most different the art has been on the Super Sons in general yeah. maybe since the start of Super Sons issue one you know back at the start of the, the, the first book the first book yeah, yeah. so this, was, this one felt a bit different in that sense but at least from memory i mean someone may point out one shot where it had intentionally like maybe that one where john was going through the house in the, the forest that maybe that was very different If i, I think that was a super sons issue that may have been superman actually Me- remember there was an issue where john was like, in the creepy house and like he wasn't sure where he was and it was
1: that that was substance wasn't it because it ended with uh it being the the robot
0: kid right i think so i think that was super sons but anyway um, so that one might have had really different art, but that was doing like a very stylistic thing because it was meant to be like all kind of nightmarish and wacky. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, the the books sol- you know it's like a solid seven out of ten, like consistently. It's just a fun read. Um. Yeah. Uh, which unfortunately is less interesting to talk about when you have like four books <laughs> total, <laughs> and you're yeah. hoping for some more meat to really you know give the give the show some gravitas. Um, we don't really expect meat from this book, though, do we? no we don't and that's fine it, it, it is what it is it knows what it is it's silly it's fun the yeah, yeah are I, I wasn't
1: saying that as, yeah. a, as
0: a criticism i'm not holding that against it just in terms of even even
1: when there's you and matt here it rarely goes five minutes
0: yeah you know it is what it is so adventures of the superstars is a fun book if you like it admittedly it's the sort of thing you can wait for probably the, the, the hard cover with all 12 issues and just binge it, it it'll probably yeah. be more enjoyable that way but it, it works it, it works perfectly well and the characters are very likable so there you go. So you're giving it uh, seven. That? Oh yeah. Okay. So it was a swimming in sevens book, uh, and I mean that in a nice way, in the nicest possible way. Well, that does unfortunately take us on to Nightwing issue fifty four. And why are we reading? this? why are we talking about it now? You're like, that's like four issues behind. What what are we doing? So on our Patreon at Patreon dot slash TV, we have a couple of tiers where someone can make me or Connor, or in this case, both. Read a read a comic book once per month. And Tyler, the cruel bastard that he is, is making us both read Nightwing. The Rick Grayson saga. <laughs> he made and us pick the, the, up the, the the Rick Grayson travesty. Yes, because we we read fifty and fifty one uh, just out of dedication to the podcast, no. and so we picked up from fifty two a couple of months ago. So they were reading issue fifty four. It's it's Lobdell along with Fabian Naceza on on writing with uh, Gary Brown and Will Conrad on the art. So So I get the positives out of the way first. Because there is one positive. What is it? (laughs) It's got a fantastic variant cover. It does have a nice variant cover, that's true. It's a really nice, pretty... Uh, notably... uh, Notably, the variant covers for this since Rick Grayson happened, they've all been kind of just ignoring that it's Rick Grayson. They've just been doing classic Nightwing covers. Yep yeah so that, that's worth mentioning um uh, i will say i i didn't necessarily hate the scarecrow stuff in the sense of from you know, from scarecrow's side of it if that makes sense i didn't until the very last page and then i hated it uh, yeah well i got confused by what, what they're doing with them now at the, at the last page but the idea of him being a therapist to rick grayson and like him just whatever he, he's doing and what he's up to that he's running a hospital at one point rick's like what happened here and he's like oh there was some sort of violent outbreak last week and that was the end the last issue where he made all the people go crazy with the scarecrow gas i uh i was like okay i, I kind of like this idea of, to do this with scarecrow to actually make him you know, under a, a pseudonym be a therapist and actually you know cause chaos with people um mm. that idea i thought was okay but uh of course, every time Rick started talking about how much he wanted to not be Dick Racing, I was just like, Oh I know. <laughs> I hate I know. you so much. I hate you." And at the end, he's he you like, "Ah, eh, let Nightwing be Nightwing. I don't want to do it." And it, you know, Scarecrow gives him a, a cupcake, but he's released at the end. He's like, oh, so that was your final mandatory, you know, therapy session. Off you go. Ha- happy birthday, Rick. How many is is uh? Is it Bay May? His love interest that he's got right now, uh. He went to help her like a charity drive at one point for the homeless, and then she shows up at the end, and she's like, "Ah, all kisses, celebrate, sort of thing." He's all happy. He's got a new missus. He's he's you know he's delighted. He's not fighting crime. He hates all that stuff. Um. You know, that's that's all done. So, every, every everything I love about this this series in a nutshell. There you go. Um. <laughs> the the idea of Scarecrow at one point he starts talking about Robin he's like oh I, I once knew this boy and he starts talking about Dick Grayson as Robin not realising yeah. that he's talking to the very person I'm uh, yeah. like okay I don't hate this I, I I don't hate the idea that the idea that Robin was fearless has got under his skin <laughs> like you know that's something yeah. that stuck with him
1: yeah I like that in concept yeah Is I it? think it
0: it's turned into this weird obsession now that I don't really get i'm okay with the obsession because he's you know he's a scarecrow he's a psycho i tell you i tell sure. you what, what was bugging me in this though i feel like this whole idea that he's like oh i don't want to be dick Grayson. i feel like we're getting very repetitious with his like thoughts on that there's some pages early on where he's in he's in like rehab you know before he get out of the hospital and like barbara's there and bruce is there and it's the same thing again they wanted dick Grayson, but i wasn't dick Grayson, so they made me feel guilty for not being him and it's that's been every issue it's it? been every issue it, like we've, we've heard it every single time which by the way the art was maybe at its worst when it was barbara's face uh like both there and then later on in the issue that's a couple of barbara face panels i mean
1: barbara's face is pretty bad but so are dick's
0: shoulders in that uh you know that that walking therapy mm. oh that's fair that's fair faces bother me more than anatomy does typically but i, I get why um because obviously, they're, they're the, you know, that's the the emotion,
1: right? It's yeah, it's a, the, it's an the it's most important part. Yeah, no, it is. But when it's so bad and it, it just distracts me,
0: yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and although other, otherwise, like, we just keep kind of returning to the cops who are now the Nightwings. Well, one's a cop, one's like a firefighter, and one's like whatever. And and they're like, hey,
1: call him Nightwing constantly.
0: Yeah, don't don't call him. Uh, Sal or whatever his name is like, call him Nightwing because we're out in the field and he's like you guys need code names as well And so I'm sure we're going to have fun codenames in the next issue for all these yep. cop Nightwings uh, but the, the important thing is, is that they're kind of trying to take down people they're kind of succeeding eventually the main one's like caught in the news like there's like security you know, not security there's like a news cop, or, cop chopper and they're like, yeah, oh, like chasing someone on the roof. Yeah, Channel fifty two, you know, Nightwing's back in Bloodhaven kind of thing. So it's a yeah. public thing though. People now expect Nightwing to show up. Yeah. Um But one one of them kind of freaks out uh, and kind of freezes, uh and it causes a car crash. Uh yeah. so and they're like, let's just not tell the main guy. Yeah. So so we're setting up that maybe there's going to be some problems with some of these these, these characters not Not being fit to, for the task, who'd yeah. have thought? not being good enough essentially yeah um yeah the, the final reveals kind of weird though because the final page is like scarecrow being like oh i'm going to cure this city of its its fear and i'm like wait a minute wait what <laughs> um why does he have a funko pop of nightwing
1: <laughs>
0: he does he's he actually does he's <laughs>
1: holding a Funko. I, I don't get it like i buy that they exist but why?
0: <laughs> because he's obsessed with. I mean, I, I guess it's common knowledge that the original Robin became Nightwing. So. I think it is, yeah. So he he's just been obsessed that he's like, I'm going to go after that Nightwing. So this cop has become Nightwing. He doesn't know what's in store for him because he's no, coming no for he him. Doesn't. But it's just it was such
1: a weird thing for to see this 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 Nightwing Funko Pop being held by Scarecrow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Those shoulders are bad. It's not as bad as Bob's face, but they're bad. <laughs> they are bad, aren't they? I'll get, I'll give it to you. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. feeling that in this. Not, no, not really either. one, bit.
1: And I've got a horrible feeling. Will Conrad, is, who's doing that issue of Hawkman after Hitch oh dear i feel like that was the name which actually there was an update on that you know how me and matt were speculating how um you know it was built in because it was this break issue and we thought oh hitch will be back Mm -hmm. uh apparently not um judging by what vendee was saying on on twitter it seems like hitch is done with the book after 12. okay yeah
0: it's a shame um that was that was basically Yeah, it's just it's just not very good, is it? That said, like uh, in that last scene of the reveal with the Funko Pop and Scarecrow, you know, voicing his int- intent. He's made two dinners. He's made two plates of dinner, and he puts one out on the table, and then he's holding the other one as if he's t- still talking to someone else. And I thought we were going to get a reveal of who he was talking to. Yeah, me too. And we never did. It just ends him. with going. oh, I'm going to cure this thing of its the city of its fear, and he's holding this Nightwing figure. Yeah, uh, and that was it. But I've no idea who he is talking to. Uh, maybe I, we'll I, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin speculating. Maybe we'll find out next time. Maybe we'll find out it'll be—I don't know. Do we have to Condiment King? <laughs> I'm jo- down for that. Jonathan Creators in cahoots with the Condiment King next time in Nightwing, starring Rick Grayson.
1: I mean, the ridiculous factor would at least have some appeal to it.
0: Show you know what this is like. That's the whole Rick Grayson thing. It's just like, you know in the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer, we had Angel as the main love interest for the first three seasons. It's almost like instead of just replacing him with Riley, Angel got amnesia and thought he was Riley. (laughs) So now he's Riley. This this
1: is the most contrived Buffy reference you've done yet. But it might be the best. (laughs) It might be. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you, you at least put thought into this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are you rating
0: it? Four. Oh, yeah, four seems fair. Four out of ten seems fair. These bad guys, what a shock! Uh, for some reason, I left questions to list him. I don't know why I did it till after the book. Because you forgot, didn't you? I guess so. I guess so. We got a couple. Uh, so, for Matt talking Superman, because he always gives us a question. Um, of course he does. Friend of the ship. Uh, if you could put a hero in a different time and place, ally Gotham by Gaslight, Red Sun, uh, who, where, when. Interesting question. I was thinking about this. I was thinking, I like the idea of Swamp Thing in like the moors of England at like the turn of the, the century. You know, not this century, <laughs> the last one. You know, Do you
1: know what I can see that story as? Horse and carriage kind of time. I can see that as a sh- uh, as a Sherlock Holmes story.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can just picture, like, the, like the horror scenes of been out in the moors and then, like, swamp things rising in the fog kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. I'm getting that kind of thing. Which I, I guess is kind of similar to Victorian London. It's kind of similar to Gaslight, but that's just the first thing that popped out of my head as I was thinking about this.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, it's a tough question. Um... You've had prep time. I haven't. It's unfair. <laughs> I thought I won.
0: I thought I won in advance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but
1: like you said, you've thought about it. <laughs> I, I, you've just thrown it at me. These so, aren't um,
0: private. You can see these tweets.
1: I could, but you know I don't. Yes, yeah, I'm you. You could have gone, hey, you might want to check these out. You might want to think about it. Go and take a look. But no, you didn't. You knew it was coming. You knew it was
0: coming. You can't see <the> shit. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, also my new making in pop show you can actually see my face through the pop shield now which I think is quite good for the video you can kind of still see my expressions
1: yeah don't know why we'd want to but yeah
0: the people the people the yeah okay um, no I mean
1: um, I think um, Superman back in like uh, like Greek times you know see how he's revered as a as a demigod so essentially that would be an interesting thing
0: Okay, all right, I can yeah. see it. Um, I'm, you know, I might have said Batman in feudal Japan, except they kind of did that in a movie, so it's it's less interesting now because the some, something's yeah. kind of been done about it. But, um, yeah, now I get that. You know, as as what it is. Um, you know the issue the problem is is it, I feel like there's almost none you can sail for like, the Wild West because like. Whale West means shooting, and okay, you could alter the character somewhat, and maybe that's part of the charm, but like I don't know who you put in the Wild West is, is there
1: an appeal to doing Batman in the Wild West, him being the only one who won't shoot
0: maybe I don't
1: know maybe could 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 work.
0: Hey, here's, here's a quirky one. This this is this is a bit more out there, but I kind of like the, the idea of Barbara Gordon in a cyberpunk story. Ah, oh, do you know I hadn't thought about going futuristic. Well, it's harder because you you're just making up things, but I feel like just a cyberpunk setting for like her hacking yeah. along with her vigilante skills, kind of like you know, really yeah, that'd uh, be cool marrying together. Uh,
1: mm, no, I can I can see that. I can get behind that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I could definitely get behind
0: that. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, what What about the Daily Planet journal, of Watergate? <laughs> the lowest, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Doing 70s, you know, some hard 70s reporting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Definitely something in that one.
0: Uh, that could be real,
1: real interesting. Do a proper journalist story. There you go.
0: I, I could see that bit of thing. Um, yeah. Uh.
1: It's a tough question because I feel
0: like a uh, a lot of these it's it's just um... oh Martian Manhunter at the height of like pulp fifty sci-fi because that was the time of like Martians right so you
1: okay yeah you I'm do Martian you.
0: Manhunter coming down uh, d- during the fifties
1: I think I'd rather do Martian Manhunter in a proper hardboiled noir oh if you're you know, on the detective side detective, right. yeah,
0: okay yeah black and white detective kind of. Um, yeah with the hat on <laughs> with the hat obviously the hats essential yeah. yeah but he still has
1: shapeshifting abilities which of course yeah yeah i feel like there's uh something interesting in that yeah you could do that yeah i would be down for reading that for
0: sure yeah uh so another question we got uh from at uh carthanis uh started reading superman volume one after being very resistant to bend the superman but hearing how much you two, two of you guys, enjoy it, I have been really enjoying it so far. Uh, is there any characters or runs that you didn't want to read at first, but went back later and enjoyed it? Is this exclusive to DC? No, I don't think so. I think you could. Because um, if you have a good example for this elsewhere, I, I, I do. do.
1: And this isn't necessarily what, Oh, I went back and read it. You know, much after the fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's going on right now. It's Venom. Uh, you know, by because I, I was like, I've got no interest in Venom. Who gives a shit? It's Venom. <laughs> and then people were raving about the first issue. I was like, alright, fine, I'll try the first issue. I, uh... and then I kinda thought, okay, this is fantastic. And now it's, you know, 12 odd issues in and it's 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 one of my favourite Marvel books right now.
0: I don't know if I've got an answer for this. I've been trying to think if it was Earth in the Isles. no, I don't want to read this. And then read it and was like, you know what, I've I've made mistakes. I think the closest
1: I can come for you in terms of thinking about it is uh when we did the first uh Sandman volume for a monthly. Mm-hmm. Where you weren't too you weren't really looking forward to it. And then you know, by the end you were like, do you know what that was not bad?
0: Yeah. I wasn't over the moon with it though. Like, it definitely... No no you weren't like, oh I really
1: should have been reading this the whole time. Because but... it
0: got better as it went. But yeah, it wasn't yeah it wasn't quite this where it was like, no nah, I've been a fool, damn it. I, you know. Yeah, it wasn't quite that severe, but you you
1: definitely Came around on it a bit more than than you thought.
0: Yeah, because I f- I feel like a lot of things like you know I I if I feel like most things I've put off reading and then eventually tried because it has like you know some some prestige to it. I end up being like, yeah, I was right. <laughs> my my not <laughs> feeling was right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I don't I know if that. I got a good answer for this. Um. But. Maybe I will one day. Maybe, maybe there'll be something where I'll nah, I don't like this writer. Maybe maybe Hickman will finally do something that I actually really like, but I won't find out until later, because enough people will pester me into reading it. <laughs> maybe maybe one suppose. day some, Scott Lobdell will do something that Connor likes, because people keep making him read it anyway. <laughs> uh, you know what,
1: no, I'll tell you what, for you, is probably the, clo- uh, the best example. Uh, right. Freedom fires.
0: Because going into that, you're like, oh, Venditti. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, I mean, the question is more about going back after the fact, but yeah. No,
1: it, it is, but I'm thinking in terms of uh, just in terms of expectation, What you not really thinking, oh, I'm not going to like this, I don't care. And then, and then coming out and going, do you know what? That was really good.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um,
1: yeah, you know, that, that's, I, I think, uh, what I'm taking away from the question is more the surprise factor of changing your opinion rather than going back after the fact.
0: Okay um that's yeah, not a bad answer for me yeah yeah all right uh so we'll do the, the the final part of this the show then which is where we uh pick our favorites of the week favorite panel slash moment favorite cover favorite art and <laughs> rank the top the two slash read. three <laughs> <laughs> rank the books we read <laughs> um it's been a weird week so it has it has what's your panel slash moment
1: I'm going to go from Justice League. I'm going to go that, you know, four-panel sequence uh, at the start with the the finger on the hand, the wrist, and then the slam down. Okay.
0: Uh, I'm going with the hug from Young Justice. It's easy pickings, but (laughs) that's what it is.
1: Sure.
0: Easy. Um, And then favorite uh, cover of the week?
1: Uh, Let me go look at previews because not getting any variant covers anymore, damn it, DC.
0: Oh, that was handy when he did that.
1: I really enjoyed having those there.
0: And that was consistent um, for a long-ass time as well. It wasn't like it was just recently.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm actually just going to go with the regular Green Lantern cover. I like it. It's got, a, it's got a great vibe to it.
0: Sure, sure. Um, I'm probably going with that variant for Young Justice. Uh, the, the Dan Mara one. Yeah, yeah it's,
1: it's not bad. It's really nice. Uh,
0: so I think it just
1: the the only thing I don't like about that is it really bothers me that like with with Connor at the top it's it's uh, it's shaped where it cuts off. Um, you know the the two girls go down to like you know thighs. You know they got a bit going on, and Tim just cuts off dead at the waist, and uh, like it feels really unnatural.
0: Yeah, you could uh, draw drew just the the pelvis a little bit more. Yeah, just to give it. Yeah, um, that's fair. But yeah, I'll yeah. go with that. Uh, best art of the week. Um, yeah, I'm going for Young Justice again. <laughs> I assume you go for Green Lantern. I am. Yeah. There you go. Easy pickings. Um, and then rank in the books. What have you got? I guess Justice League and then Green Lantern. Yeah, I've gone with Young Justice <laughs> at number one, uh, Super Suns at two, and Justice League at three. There we go. What a quick section that was. What a weird week. DC put some this stuff is, out in week one. Yeah, what's
1: going on? This is unacceptable. I know, it's bizarre. Um, we, can, we can't have a show out of this every week.
0: And, and I know, obviously, we dropped Deathstroke, and there's another couple of things that are on that, that we don't read, but, like, it's still... If you look at the... the there's, there's still stuff in, like, week two we don't read as well, but we still yeah, have, like, like... In total this week, how many were published? We
1: had Super Sons, Deathstroke, Female Furies, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn, Justice League suicide squad black files and young justice so there's still only like eight total books whereas usually we're reading eight to ten plus there's more we're not covering
0: But uh, there you go so i'll tell you what's coming next week um you can tell if there's been any changes connor since it'll be be a
1: lot because it's uh it's a big week too
0: yeah so we have detective comics 1001 we have superman issue 10 batman 68 which was supposed to be this week uh, Wonder Woman 68, The Flash 68, Supergirl 29, uh, Catwoman 10? Uh, Yep. Hawkman 11. The reason why I st- still like doing that is because Catwoman's one that's been pushed a week, a, you know, a couple Hero of weeks. Here or there, yeah. yeah. Uh, we get the final issue of Titans with 36 of that. Batman Who Laughs number 4, Wonder Twins number 3. And then also out, although we are not covering, is Electric Warriors uh, number 6, Red Hood Outlaw 33, and Justice League Odyssey issue 8
1: uh electric warriors isn't it okay well we aren't going to talk about it anyway so okay. no but i mean just in case someone was looking forward to
0: it and you got their hopes up yeah yeah well there we go that's what's coming next week uh and this wraps up your your weekly dc comics podcast uh, less of a shambles than last week that's in a shambles, yeah. Just light on content because DC didn't give us anything, the bastards. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Matt is next week, so look forward to that. Uh, ne- ho- next week is a, is going to be a slog of books. Yes. Hopefully hopefully, I sounded quite sexy, at least, because I got a new make this week. Uh, that sounds better. He's uh, been going on about it. That's nice. I like it. It's nice to have new things. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, that is the way we thought the books from this week. Uh, if, if you want to support us, you can go to com slash TV and you can supports for as little as a dollar per month you get some stuff early you get some bonuses exclusives um if we're promoting other things that we do of course it makes makes sense to mention two other multiverse podcasts one is called elsewhere in the multiverse which starting this week goes up in two parts on youtube the first part goes up a little bit earlier before this one goes up even uh and then the second part goes up sort of tuesday wednesday time right before the new books and uh the audio version was just one full episode uh on the tuesday wednesday so you can look out for for that. That's that's like me and Connor talking about Marvel books or, or Image books, IDW, all that kind of thing. Just everything else we like to read that's not DC. And then we have television from the multiverse, which is me and Connor talking about DC TV shows. Um, uh, you know Doom Patrol, Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow is Legends back. Legends of Tomorrow's back. Uh, all those shows. So check out that if you're interested. Uh, obviously, all of our content is on the YouTube channel, Malefous TV. But there are also audio podcast feeds for. For pretty much everything, if you go over to the Patreon, there's a nice list of everything, all the, all the different podcast feeds we have, uh, and all the how do, the way the way we split all of our content up on there. Uh, obviously, the YouTube's a good place to sort of sample everything though. Uh, but uh, yeah, so thank you very much uh, for watching or listening. Uh, also, actually, I should mention the Shazam monthly because obviously one of the perks on Patreon at the five dollar tier is the monthly episode. Um, I did say last week we'd have it up before the movie came out. That did not happen. We've both read it. We've both read Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, Shazam. we both read it this week. and We've just not had a chance to squeeze in the recording itself. It's coming very soon. So, look forward to it. Uh, But yeah, so thank you very much once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep reading DC Comics, but always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force.